0: Michael. Yaga, yo, yeah, you don't know this is Mighty Moe, right about now, you're listening to Heartless FM. We're gonna get into something brand new from my brother Gets right now. This one called Good Heart. got all my good-hearted people out there, yeah? Stay
1: shining. Love. Sounds of the sir. Good heart stone, good heart stone. Come around often. I someone has
0: All I mean is sweet ones I don't understand why men buy sex What if I want a refund? x girl next-girl, East or West-girl How come it feels like a rerun? Last time man got hit by a Cupid He definitely had a machine gun Put that, put Billy the Kid, babe I don't leave nothing, not even a pre-com Only pre-man a deal with his pre Sorry, I will like prenup I'm just waiting for her to arrive So why do I leave when she comes? Doing up back road swiftly, 60 MPH over speed
1: bumps She left my heart in pieces From then it's been artless season don't tell me I need healing. cause I live now, so peaceful. I can leave my car with keys. And one time, no sequel. Can't leave even the garden of Eden. Good good Come around often.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You guys already know what time it is, what episode this is gonna be. Uh, this is episode 17 of the Black Notes podcast, and I am joined by the very lovely Bethany. Bethany, how are you?
2: I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you?
0: Uh, living, man. It's been a, uh, I've been missing for like two episodes. Um, I know.
2: <laughs> working out
0: yeah, where life. the money resides. Where the money reside, where the money resides. That's what, <laughs> that's where we have been. Um but yeah, now I missed missed um missed just chatting and arguing about music, but back on a very, very, very special episode for me, man. Um, just exploring everything Getz. um and uh, for you a Plasto native is that? I is know that? right? Plasto resident Newham's finest. Newham's uh,
2: finest. <laughs> <laughs> this, should, this should
0: be an episode of joy for you. Um, so yeah obviously Getz has released his uh, third studio album Conflict of Interest. Um, when was the first time you heard Getz
2: like I was saying to you before you jumped on so it was before we started recording I yeah. was really late to get like even though obviously I know he's from Newham he's a legend duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. Um, but like growing up grime wasn't really my thing I think it's maybe because I didn't have like I didn't have older brothers or older cousins or right. like like there was no male like no one like it's just all of us was like not saying that only men listen to Grime, but yeah it would have been those people would have put me onto it if, right. if anything so I actually discovered Gets more in my teenagehood slash adulthood years if that makes right. sense like yeah. early 20s I probably discovered Gets which is really late but obviously I knew he who he was but I never actually really took in his music until mm-hmm. 2018 when he released um Ghetto Gospel New Testament, Testament, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's when I really like got into him.
0: What made you at that point? Like, what was the turning point that made you actually pay attention to that album?
2: Really and truly, my friend, who's an amazing singer and artist called Roxana Maurice, she (laughs) featured on um, the Getz album, and they have collaborated. Oh
0: wait, she's on Next of Kin yeah yeah yeah. she's on next of king listen listen (laughs) tell her for me that she's a bad boy g yeah because you see that song
2: her Um. vocals her i love her so much her her music is phenomenal she's amazing if you haven't checked out roxana maurice you should check her out it's not about roxana but you know (laughs) plug her where i can so that gets um and yeah they had collaborated before and then obviously heard her and him on next of kin i was like know what let me just listen to the project right I listened to it and then I think I don't know like I ended up going to the show he did a show at Jazz Cafe I think Mm -hmm. um and I saw him live and I was like this man's phenomenal like I get it I get why people go so hard for him he's an incredible performer and like the energy in the room at the show Fun. and it was just after this project was released as well the get a gospel the new testament and it was like we were just spitting it word for word that like, it was insane like I honestly hadn't obviously I've been to a lot of shows but I had never experienced anything to that level um
0: so you said uh when we were speaking prior that you've seen him twice when was the second time
2: the second time was really random I don't know how I ended up there <laughs> See, this is a life I lived pre i <laughs> I'm like, how did I even end up there? I don't even remember. It was clearly a blurry night. But um that blurry, I was like, wow, that's so amazed. I'm just I feel like I'm just every time I see him, like, I'm just amazed because like the energy is just incredible. And I think maybe Kano came out. I don't know if that was the time. I'm trying to remember if that was around the same time as. Or I'm, trying, I'm mixing up two different things potentially yeah but forget it that's the
0: point I'll you've get... seen him you've seen him live is the point yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man yeah but and what about I, you I, I think I like... yeah I haven't I haven't actually seen him live which is one of my like one of my deepest laments um because I've watched his recorded sets or like when they put out the tour footage and I'm thinking to be in the midst of this, like I'm a grime head, innit? it? Like I grew up with grime and I, I promise you to be in the midst of this, I'll probably slap someone like because I don't know. There's something about Gets that just brings that out of you. Um, the first time I heard him was probably back in 2006, around those times. Um, I think he was on featured on a wretch track uh used to be and i was thinking who i think he was on the hook um and i was thinking who's rapping like this um and th- back in the days were the days of like radio sets and um yeah just started to hear about him more from radio sets than as i grew up like grew up listening to the music like freedom of speech um get a gospel the first one the calm before the storm and just yeah like i've always had an affinity um for gets and just felt like he's one of the best to do it um i feel like new testament that album put him in a different light for me because it was such um sonically i felt like it was a really strong album um and so i felt like people who weren't necessarily like grime stands like i was um would be able to like listen to it and take him take him in um and i think that's why i was really really excited for this new project um, and he hasn't disappointed at all. I
2: just feel like he's so consistent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: he doesn't, he never misses. He never misses.
0: And I think that's because he takes the, um like, I've seen videos of, like, just him in a studio, for example, like, when he's, like, trying to write the bars, and you can tell that this is someone who feels the music, um, and so he's trying to, always being intentional about their flow and finding the pockets and where certain things go, as opposed to like, sometimes I feel like a lot of rappers, it almost sounds like they rap without hearing the beat, do you get what I mean? But he he almost like caters his flow to um, the tracks specifically. Uh, and yeah, so I feel like he takes the art extremely seriously, which is why I feel like he's a good um even though I haven't seen him live but from your testament um which is why I feel like he's a good performer um and I think that's what makes him stand out among the rest and which makes him the GOAT.
2: That voice is so iconic like when you hear it you just know it gets right like and I feel like it's so hard for rappers especially I feel like UK rappers to hit that sweet spot of like having such a distinctive voice that any record you jump on you can you just know mm, mm. it's that artist right. and I feel like that's his that's his that's his USP really mm. like it's him and DEE I feel like they've got that sort of recognizable voice on lock and how they glide the beat and how mm. their voice kind of just feels like the beat was made for their voice
0: yeah yeah it's like,
2: it's like them them, fun. and the music are one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching um, an interview that he did with the Who Who We Be podcast. Like, right. obviously, they have their weekly podcast, I think, on Spotify. And yeah. he was saying that the more he betters himself in his craft, he becomes obsessed, he said, with being an MC and, like, just making sure that, like, his voice and everything sounds crazy on beats he's like Mm. he becomes obsessed with how everything sounds and I'm just like wow like your brain like it makes (laughs) sense like when I listen to your albums it makes sense like this is someone who's sat there for probably a whole year like literally going through each record making Mm. sure that like it flows like everything is in the right place like it makes sense like that's that's the type of it's like is it that is not I don't want to say it's his peak but I would say that is like heading into that space where it's like this is true artistry to be able to craft a project from like top to bottom where every song makes sense there's nothing out of place right I think that's a talent in itself man as
0: um as someone who works in marketing have you paid attention to his uh rollout
2: yeah they've been rolling it out for real (laughs) like they're not playing around like every single potential place they could sit, they could hit to get visibility on um, on the on gets and on the campaign and on the, the album, get the mm. album to number one um, has been great. Like today I feel that like, he had his artillery, you know, because that's a big tune of his um, yes. and he was all about <laughs> um, London Town. I, I saw the feature on Channel 4 News, like they are literally doing it (laughs) whatever it is they are doing it right (laughs) um but there's no like right or wrong when it comes to like campaigns and stuff it's whatever works for the artist and what's going to have the most impact um but he's definitely having his impact like we're going to get it gets to number one i I see no reason why he won't be
0: number one yeah he's felt just very like to be fair me personally like before managing artists i I've never really taken in um, how difficult it is or how much goes into like creating a marketing plan. Um, But as I'm watching them execute this plan, I'm thinking you guys really like you guys really knew what you were doing. Um, And every step of the way, even like just creating hype. So like before when they announced the album um, to announce the features they had like the album cover but then the faces, the faces in between were like changing in like split second so mm-hmm. like what you would do is like you'll be sitting there staring at this thing trying to like pause it so that you can see oh who's going to be on the album who's going to be on the album um and that just created a lot of like buzz around he didn't just like drop artwork with the track list and you then saw all the features you got know i mean like it was it was creative in the way that you found out who the features were going to be. Um, even at the end of the proud family video, I remember watching it and then just seeing him like footage of him in the studio with Paso Lou, um, seeing Dave in the studio, seeing Bacro G in the studio, all of a mm. sudden I'm thinking, this guy is just called like assemble the Avengers to, <clears throat> to put together this album. And so at every point I've just felt, yeah, this guy, um, I hear what you're saying in terms of using the word peak, like the word peak, like it feels like this is his seminal project. like it's the project that's really, really going to set him apart. Um, we often call him the GOAT and that's often because of his lyrical ability, but um, for him to put out a project like this, I think he's, it's, it's undeniable at this point. Um, so let's get into the album itself. Um, I know that you were listening to it uh just before we jumped on what was your or what is rather your favorite track from the album mm. and why I know I know you I know there's a story <laughs> behind why <laughs> I,
2: think, I think my favorite track has got to be uh Sonia I think featuring yeah. Emily Sande. Mm. like I just feel like obviously the samples really recognizable and it's got that nostalgic feel. Right. But again, it's how gets glides those type of beats that does it for me personally. Right. I just feel like no one else could jump on that beat and do what he does. Mm. And how he does it, the, the the delivery, the execution is just like why why are you just so good at what you do like honestly that uh, it's gotta be that one for me
0: yeah I don't know not I don't know because I agree um I I think it's funny on the Friday that not Friday maybe it was Friday I was having a conversation in a group chat and I couldn't single out which one was my favorite Sonia was definitely in there because I don't know like as you said he he's comfortable do you know what I mean like he just feels like it feels like he's like this is him like he he's not chasing the beat the beat's not chasing him him and the beat are meshed together as one um and I'm still struggling to figure out a favorite um I think I love different tracks for different purposes um so like when I feel like I want to I'm in a like heavy grime mode of like wanting to slap someone i might listen to like a hop out for example um but if i'm in a like garage type of vibe i'll listen to the one i played at the top of the podcast good hearts um, but if i want something more introspective i'll listen to like the middle section of the album which was like dead to me a thousand tears with ed sheeran sonia with emily sande proud family and so i feel like he just gave us a bit of everything on the album um so proper it's proper like one day i might be thinking yeah like dead to me is my track the next day i might be with you Sonia's my track um the next day i'm listening to proud family and i'm raising my hands like i'm in the middle of a venue um singing this song Mm. at the top of my life do you know what i mean it's just it it shifts and it changes um but again i think that's just a testament to the project that he's been able to put together And one thing I've particularly enjoyed about this is that um, I think previously, maybe on an episode with Steve, we were talking about albums and the difference between albums and mixtapes. This is what I mean by an album in that, like, the tracks flow seamlessly into one another. Um, Mm -hmm. And credit to, like, the executive producer who um, just put little things in there so that the the transitions between each track didn't feel like your vibe was being interrupted um, but from top to bottom it just feels like you're on a long journey gets. Um, so I'm really really struggling to pick a standout track yeah it's proper it's proper hard and all the all the all the um, all the features on the album made sense like I didn't look at anyone and think mm, uh, you could have left that one out or it wasn't too feature heavy um, yeah and I think that's important as well, to show that you're able to 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 stand alone on a track. Yeah,
2: that's one thing I would say, like, with Gets, like, the people that he collaborates with, like, it always seems to make sense. Mm. Like, it never seems like, oh, this feels out of place. It always mm. feels like, oh, this was done on purpose. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like about it as well, and about him and his artistry. And I just feel like he makes great albums, like,
0: Right. Do you, do you feel like there's anyone else within our scene that has aged in this way? Mm. So I'm real thinking, I wouldn't
2: say boy. Kano, you know.
0: Right, right,
2: right. And I know they, I know they basically grew up together.
0: Um, <laughs> basically, one, one and the same.
2: <laughs> great minds. You are the people who... Um, <laughs> Keep around, um yeah. I'd have to say Kano, like similar trajectory to get, I guess. Right, and they've just reached their peak as MCs and rappers. They've reached that stage where it's like they've come from being like just straight up MCs that probably just doing freestyle battles to like actually pulling together projects and becoming obviously commercially commercial artists, if you want to call yep. them that. Um, so I feel like that that is kind of the I hate saying the peak, but it's not the word. Um mm. that is like the ultimate, like I guess it's like the hill. Like the they're at the top of their hill right now. Right,
0: right. Right. I think. And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that what's coming next is a drop. They might they might just stay on that hill. Yeah, you know they I mean? might just
2: be at the top of their hills. Right. Because yeah, like, I, think- I don't think there's anyone who's coming through who yet could have that trajectory.
0: Mm. And the longevity as well. Yeah,
2: and the longevity.
0: Yeah, because I think I'm I'm 28 and Getz's first album came out when I was, uh, I'm tempted to say, 11 in that region. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that for me, that sounds mad to say because... 10 11 that's like what year six year five year six i I don't even know somewhere in that region it's either i'm on the i'm just about to leave primary school i'm just entering secondary school um and when i think about how much of life i've lived since then yeah and to know that this guy has had a career since then and has just constantly been on the up is crazy to me um but i'm glad that he's finally being appreciated for who and what he is um similarly with Kano like I think we need to start giving people their flowers while 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 they're still around and let Mm -hmm. them know like yeah just what they've what they've done for us and I think I was in a get um I was in a gets appreciation clubhouse room maybe like a couple nights ago and it was just powerful for me to hear as someone who grew up in South London, so I don't have that new um, affiliation, um, just what he meant to other people, um, and how much he inspired them in their, in their, um, in their youth. Um, and for me, i yeah, for, for, for me, growing up with in, in the with the um, with the grime scene i think seeing stuff like this and seeing people reach their peak is is always a, a really encouraging thing and it lets us know that it's just not a young person's game do you know i mean gets his 36 and he's dropped this album um yeah. so it's, it's not always uh the latest 16 year old banging draw um that we need to revere we also need to take care of our legends as well
2: it's True. we need to start like as you said, like giving these people their flowers, like mm. I'm just happy that they're from East London, and it? Like, East <laughs> London, your, massive. <laughs> see your claim
0: to fame, <laughs> like, straight up.
2: <laughs> I'm taking so when, it as so a when So, when you,
0: when you were growing up, um, I know at the top of the podcast, you were kind of saying that like, Gram wasn't really your, your, um, what, like, you were listening to, what were some of the things that were in your ears when you were growing up, music-wise?
2: Mm, music-wise. Hmm. I would say, uh, growing up as a kid, I was probably a big pop music fan. Right. Um, which might be a bit less for some people. Like, s Cop 7 was probably, like, my, like, group. Sugar babes, like... <laughs> That was, like, sing-along vibes, like. And then, obviously, I had what was in my household. So, I had, like, all the, like, 90s stuff, like, your classic 90s R&B. Like, my dad was obsessed with Anita Baker. So, we had a lot of Anita Baker and Mm. Andrus and, like, all the 80s stuff. And then, obviously, the 90s, Mary J. Blige, the, like, those sort of artists, SWV. Salt and Pepper, all those sorts of artists, and then I would say probably was like primary school time. It would have been. I'm trying to think what was even popular at that time. I guess it would have been that funky house era,
0: right? Like
2: where everyone was just listening to funky house and literally, and everyone was
0: skanking,
2: (laughs) yeah, Bluetoothing songs on your bus, like heartbroken, like you're on your blue, you're trying to Bluetooth it, like and you've got. Maybe you had like five songs on your phone, you have to decide which one you want to delete to get the new tune.
0: <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> Those were the struggle days. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> like,
2: you're trying to, like, you know, you don't have enough space. You have to decide which song go. guys to go. You're only listening to five songs max.
0: Oh. Uh. <laughs> like,
2: Early, early like phone days. Right, I right. I feel like I even had like a Walkman, a Sony Ericsson Walkman yeah, phone yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And
2: that was the first, everyone like, <laughs> was just thing on the back of the bus, like trying to get the songs in. I feel like I had a lot of end dubs.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're really a pop, popish.
2: I feel like there's a lot of end dubs, but that's like, but end dubs was like, it was pop, but it was the early stuff that they did was on channel u, I think. Right,
0: like yeah.
2: The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it channel U or aka? Because I'm losing it, it. it, it started was, off as a um, rebrand.
0: It started off as channel U, but it's now channel AKA.
2: Okay, cool. I'm just trying to make sure that I don't but sound I think, like
0: no, um, but I think channel U would be the right the right description because of the t- the period that you're speaking about. That was it was channel yeah. U days. Do you get know what I mean?
2: Yeah that's all I, all I really know is channel U, I guess all of us who are like probably over 23 probably all you would
0: know
2: It's channel (laughs) you
0: that's interesting just to hear like your your um just your evolution in terms of like what you've what you've been listening to um it's somewhat stayed the same because obviously you're still a big like r&b head
2: yeah I would say I got into rap a lot later I probably got into rap when I was like 15 16 And that comes off, like, I think it's the SoundCloud era of listening to all these, like, rappers on these jazzy beats and, like, that Uh, whole lo-fi scene was, like, my vibe. I'm, like, this is my bag. It's so musical, but, like, they're spitting and I'm just, like, this is sick. And I remember listening to loads of rappers who was, like, doing this UK hip-hop thing. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: And, like, more the alternative vibes. Like, the grime, the whole grime and, like, the, there was a a weird era I feel like not a weird era but there was a whole movement when I was in secondary school and it was like just these it's just straight UK rap so like your sneak bird, your political yes. feats of the world yes. like that <laughs> that whole time period yes. and I feel like I was there for it obviously but I wasn't like an avid like
0: you you weren't you weren't what? trying to you weren't <laughs> trying to delete songs to get that on your on your Sony Ericsson. No, I
2: wasn't trying to get sneak. But I wasn't trying to get um <laughs> was the song called It Slipped My Mind, the classic what? sneak. Um,
0: um, let me show you the way. Go yeah, on yeah, yeah, that one. yeah. yeah. Right, I I I
2: wasn't
0: touch a button. To- that on my phone. Is that, touch is that a
2: button. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be touch a button. Yeah, I wasn't trying to get that on my phone. um I was trying to think what i was trying to get on i was probably trying to get some weird songs like i went for a weird stage like whether i even like artists like the
0: script oh come and, on like... but the scripts are banging <laughs> do you know what it's like it's i think you maybe describe it as weird because of the environment that you were in possibly yeah um but i think so i'm on the other end of the spectrum where like i'm having to discover these artists in my adult life because a lot of my youth I was grime and rap do you know what I mean a lot of underground music and it's only as I'm getting older that I'm now like starting to appreciate other variations of music um but I think yeah you only call it weird because you were in plaster and no one else was <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if you stood up in class and said "Ra, who wants that script I can bluetooth you that the People thing just,
2: is, I didn't go to school. Secondary school in there.
0: Where did you go to secondary school?
2: In South London. Where
0: was that?
2: I went to a school, it's like it's Southwest London, like Pimlico. Oh, Greycoats? Yeah, I went to Greycoats, yeah. Uh, I
0: they, uh, okay, maybe if you said the script there, their man would want that on their Walkman. Um, yeah, like, I feel like people were <laughs> listening to the script, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, do you know what? Greycoats, oh. Their man were listening to the script. I think
2: everyone listened to a range of things, but so I feel like it was the Afrobeats era was kind of just starting as well, but, like, there was a few tunes here and there, like, P-Square and The Man. Okay. Um, And I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, it's just a lot... A melting pot. A melting, melting pot.
0: I think that's good, because I feel, again, like, I feel like it informs your palate now.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: And so you can appreciate uh, a range of different genres um and cultural expressions of music that is probably taking me a lot longer to get to because if it didn't have 140 bpm or you weren't rapping dark i didn't want to hear it do you know what i mean mm. but it's, it's only life that has kind of um and obviously f- like meeting different people and people putting me on to certain songs and me actually realizing now nah, like the scripts they're actually smitting do you know what i mean <laughs> um but yeah like i think I think mean, that's actually a good thing. Um yeah and, and it makes me think that if I were to ever have children like what would because obviously you mentioned your dad in terms of playing like in Baker um mm-hmm. and how much what your parents play inform what you then love it then makes me think oh like what would I what would I be banging around the house that in 20 30 years time they'll say mum was doing this um and It'll probably be grime, mm-hmm. it'll probably still be grime, but that's fine. <laughs> Your
2: kids just be crying, kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine, but yeah, I, I that's actually really proper interesting to hear because of where you're at now. Um, mm. and then yeah, just, just being able to look back and see, ah, uh, these are all the little things that piece together my musical palette. Um, and obviously, it's still growing in it because there's. There's all different types of variations of music out there um, to explore. So. <sighs> I feel
2: like it's just the range, man, like, because there's so much amazing music. Like, It's just show our kids that you can listen to anything. It doesn't matter. Like, there's no, like, that's for those people, that's for those people. Like, it's just music. It's just good vibe with it.
0: I think that is a good way to say that's what gets this album is. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's great yeah. music. Yeah, it's just great, it's just great music. And I feel like it's it's one of them things where like it's hard to categorize it as oh, this is a grime album or ah oh, this is a XY and Z, this is a this is an album for the streets. No, it's just it's actually just really, really good music. And I'm glad that as a culture, we are now at that point where um yeah we can we can actually export great music
1: mm-hmm.
0: um all right to close to close to close what is your piece of great music that you are going to share with us this week
2: i wish i could share a get song but i'm not going to because <laughs> you really did that at the start so i'm going to share a uk r&b artist that everyone should be locked into list listening to because he's doing some really amazing things and when we can do have live shows again I would 100% recommend you go and see him because his vocal range will blow you away he <laughs> goes by the name of Jack James and he just released a, a new single last week I want to say Thursday last week Thursday um, called No Drama let, let me know if you can spot the sample in it because how he flips it smart um so yeah I don't know if I'm supposed to have this ready or if you have it ready don't worry
0: Um, I got you okay perfect
2: it's Jack James no drama
1: Pray for the pain to phase out and take the highway, distant from your sanity. You lost out on dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More than a woman, you fall deep, but you need more than a lover. Drown at the bar at four in the morning. Teach you to spin deep she to handle you decide no coming back from suicide
0: take it back I take it back, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> before the episode we were talking about this track and I said I was struggling to not see Jack James as James the 13 year old James Anderson as it's we-
2: the audacity for me guys it's <laughs> the audacity
0: <laughs> I take it I, don't, if I, oh, I wish you could have seen my face while I was playing I was thinking who on earth is this <laughs> What?
2: Some crazy records. Like, it's a mad, it's a mad, mad record.
0: Oh, my This Deus. is UK
2: R&B. This is UK R&B, guys.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? And I feel like, to be fair, I feel like I've, I've seen some of the music video. Was he dancing in it?
2: Yeah, he's dancing in it. He's given us real 90s nostalgia. But he's, like, really modernised it, which is what I love as well.
0: Like, yeah. paying homage,
2: but it's a flip.
0: That's, that is... When I saw the dancing, I said, "I cool, I need to check this out because I think that's one thing I've missed. Like, nobody's dancing anymore. Like, it's, it's, people are just sitting by their window in the videos, looking at, <laughs> looking at, looking outside the window when it's raining. Nah, give no me some.
2: No one's dancing in the rain. Nah,
0: man. We need some. We need some crying the rain music. I'm giving
2: you Ray J one wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: do you know what? I'm gonna play uh, one final track. Um, it won't be a gets one because I think you should go listen to the album and hopefully by the time. This drops on Friday. Guess we'll have the number one album in the country. Um, but I am going to play a track from Shay Jacobs, and this one is called Take Time.
1: You mm, got a hands on me think I wake I ain't a freak You wanna put it all on me She wanna live a fantasy You know I break your back for you Go round say pound for pound for you Girl come we make our dream come true Cause girl you a good food. I know they do Shakara no lie So I they make you sweat in no time Check you rock your body two time if touch your soul and your mind My baby make your leg the peace sign Oh yeah, at your back and now drive So let me pick up pace and rewind Baby, am I rush a good vibe, yeah Yes,
0: yes, 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 that is Shea Jacobs with his latest single, Take Time. Uh, All these tracks can be found on all DSPs, um, so you can go check it out. Uh, Before we leave and get out of here, Beth, I've been seeing Sonic Waves have been posting um, some sessions. Do you want to chat about that quickly?
2: Yes, so in the midst of not being able to do live shows, although Mr. Boris Johnson is saying that we might be able to be outside after the 17th of April, 21st of June, I don't know, whatever date, <laughs> summer, some date in the future, in the next few months. But until we can do that, we have decided to launch a content series called Sonic Sessions. It's basically Sonic Ways Live. Bought directly to your homes um we're having a live stream performance on sunday the 28th of february at 7 p.m you can get your tickets on dice now um with four artists bina sam dosha dips and tamarabi they're all amazing they've recorded two songs exclusively for sonic wave and you can watch them directly from your home on sunday evening um let's support live music and let's support the artists that are sharing their worlds with us so yeah it's just the if you've been to Waves live it's basically that but virtually virtually right. so um yeah get your tickets guys um yeah just any support means a lot so and we're championing as always artists emergent artists from r from the R&B soul jazz and hip-hop world
0: Fantastic. So Sonic Waves um, UK on Instagram, I believe, Um, and the link is there, uh, so you can get your tickets and enjoy some live music at home this Sunday. Um, This Sunday, right? I believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This Sunday. It's come around quickly. I mean, this
0: (laughs) Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday. (laughs) This Sunday. Obviously, payday this week. So. Uh, no excuses yeah. for why you can't afford it no excuses it <laughs> um, no
2: excuses guys only eight pounds
0: <laughs> eight pounds I'm sure some people have spent more on Deliveroo and Uber Eats
2: exactly and Uber Eats so like do it and support live music
0: exactly so until we're allowed out until Boris sets us free um yeah check that out I'm gonna check it out this Sunday and yeah thanks for joining us for another episode. Thanks, guys.
2: Stay blessed, stay black.
0: Stay black.